Hello and welcome back to Watchworthy. I'm your co-host, Miss Chris D. And it's your boy, Brother Ash. And we are back with another Netflix documentary. It seems like Netflix has the craziest ones lately. This one is from 2023, so this is brand new. We chose this documentary because a few folks recommended it to us, and the title is Escaping Twin Flames. So this is all about what we now know to be the Twin Flames cult, um, but they go by Twin Flames Universe. Twin Flames Universe. And so this documentary featured a lot of interviews with Twin Flames Universe survivors. You'll hear us say their names, Victoria, Elle, Keely, Marley, Angie, Shanice, people who actually got out of this cult and are now open and willing to talk about their experience. Otherwise, without their stories, we wouldn't know what's going on. I didn't know people still got in the cults. <laughs> yes. In 2023. You would just think we would have enough documentaries on Netflix about cults that people know red flags about cults. Yes. And I think that it's kind of like catfish, right? It's like, oh, you think, oh, it can never be me, yeah. but it still happens to people because it's really just mind control at the end of the day. I'm going to make a wager that we have at least like six to eight red flags. Oh, there are going to be a lot of red flags <laughs> in this episode. Trust me. And that's why we came up with the poll question. What was the first sign that would have made you know that Twin Flame Universe is a cult? Because there are several signs right off the bat where I would be like, you know what? I don't think I want to join this Facebook group. <laughs> Yo. We're just going to get right into it because there's so there's much so tea. many different red flags yeah. where I'm like, I'm hoping that this is the moment where somebody says, wait, is this a cult? Yeah. But it just doesn't really happen. Yeah. Wow. All right, so two people that we need to worry about for this documentary. Their names are Jeff and Shalia. All right, so they are a couple. Um, Jeff was always into business ideas at a very young age, so he was like the type of person to always have like a million dollar, you know, scheme up his sleeve or something like that. So, red flag. Red flag, right? <laughs> red flag because it's like you don't really care about solving the world's problems. You just want to make money. And that's what's crazy because when you hear about this, this, uh, this cult. And you hear what they stood for. They stood for like stuff like relationships. Even they even tap into religion. But his whole scheme is always money. Like it's always money yeah. and business. So in 2011, he got out of business school and then he went to Hawaii. So he graduated from business school and he went to go torture Hawaiians <laughs> with his narcissism. And like I just picture him pulling up to Hawaii like just so arrogant and just like so yeah. this guy. He has like a lot of personality and he just looks like a douchebag as soon as you see him. Like he just seems like the bad guy in a movie. Like yeah. the rich bad guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, he created an alter ego and was marketing himself as a lifestyle guru. Um, scam. Another yeah, red that's flag. Red, red flag, flag number one. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> what the fuck is a lifestyle guru? Why did you go to college and everything just to create an alter ego and become a lifestyle guru? He went to I business don't... school to become a lifestyle guru. That's crazy. So Shalia. Um, is her real name is actually Megan, so she changed her name. And I think uh, Jeff also had like an alter ego named Ender. Or something oh yeah, like his that. alter ego that was named a pro because they met online. So they met, he mess she messaged Jeff in uh, 2013 and asked her to marry him uh, on that spot, like on the spot, like like jokingly kind of. Yeah. So like uh, I think Jeff actually asked Shalia. Shalia, yeah. yeah. So he asked her to marry him. Um, and they like, you he know, was joking, but I think that tidbit, their love story just goes to show like, these were two weirdos who got together online. I was just about to say that they strike me as two weirdos. So like, they just kind of rolled this spontaneous relationship, I guess. Yeah. They turned this online thing into a real thing. 
In 2016, they got married and moved to Michigan together. Um, Jeff has a few websites at this point. He made a lot of his money on websites, different websites, spiritual healing, sexual healing, uh, all prototypes for uh, the Twin Flames universe, right? Yeah. So uh, before he was selling a cure for cancer. <laughs> yeah. So this <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> was selling a cure for cancer, like just... Here it is on my website. Yeah, and, and I so, the whole spirituality part. I I don't want to have any shade to people who believe in like the chakras and the crystals and all that. But like the whole idea of twin flames came from like Shalaya's hippy dippy spirituality, and it just seemed like a bunch of bullshit to me. Yeah. So even then, like he was even selling the idea of true love um, after the cure for cancer. So uh, he basically was telling people to buy a book and like take the two hundred dollar a month classes. Red then, flag! <laughs> if anything, if it costs me two hundred dollars a month to find my true love, real. I think I'm I'm a pass on that. That's like twenty four hundred a year. That's crazy. That's your tuition to to fall in love. But it, I guess what if you went to somebody like a hopeless love a person a sucker whatever and was like yo like give me twenty four. Hundred dollars, and I guarantee you, I'll find the love of your life. Well, they do have such a thing. They call it matchmakers. That's what nowadays. these people must have been believing. Because I hate to sound insensitive, Miss Chris D, but like I'm thinking to myself, this whole documentary, these people are stupid. Yeah, I'm sorry to the to the survivors, like, but <laughs> they really. Again, it just goes back to mind control. Like you allowed a stranger on their internet to take your money and make you believe that they could help you find a quote harmonious union. That was their whole thing that they. I were do pushing. hope that they heal because the the shit was traumatic. But I'm thinking to myself, like, why are they letting this guy like take it so far? Yeah. Um. So basically, uh, by the end of his classes, he said you will get into something called a harmonious union. Yeah. And when I heard that phrase, that was another red flag for me. What is a harmonious union? <laughs> Like <laughs> they were trying to, they were trying to take it a step further than true love. Your twin flame is like your soul. That sounds mate. like some Lord of the Rings. You get this <laughs> side, this tablet from this side of the earth, and bring it to this podium of that side of the earth, and you bring the two items together, and it's a harmonious yeah. union. Like it's these two weirdos making up terms and getting people to buy their classes. Exactly. So then, into their first victims, Keely and Marley, sisters. So Keely met Kobe, and they broke up. She found twin flames, basically was just searching online, like, you know, what is a, tim a twin flame? How do I know who my soulmate is? And then she comes yeah. across um, uh, Jeff and Shalia mm -hmm. and things that they were talking about on Facebook. So she brings her sister in on it when her sister was just 18 years yeah. old. And if I could stop you there, I feel like Keely is the perfect example of somebody who, like... You just went through a bad breakup. I'm sorry, but get yeah, over it. Like, yeah. you went through a bad breakup and you just move on like the rest of us. But instead, she just couldn't get over it. So she was f searching for answers online. And th that's basically how all these people got yeah. into this cult. Like, a bunch of people who were heartbroken. And unfortunately, they were desperate. That's yeah. the one common denominator I found with all the, all the victims of this uh, cult. Um, because it was it was just like, if you could just accept to move on or whatever, or grieve this loss, whatever the loss was, like regular people should, instead of being fed lies about, mm -hmm. I, I don't want to get we'll too get far into it, into it but like, it's, it just goes like way too deep in this. Uh, and people really believe these people. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. So uh, Marley was interested in self-improvement in the aspect of like, more than that than like finding love. Yeah. But like they were pushing like love, love, love. And she's only 18. Yeah. So like Marley is this, you know, young, real sweet girl. Um, and she's just following her sister's footsteps. So Jeff and Shalia, um, excuse me. So before you say this is some like white people shit, like there was actually like some black people and some like <laughs> Yes. 
Like, <laughs> I think that is important to point out because yeah. as we were watching the documentary, as soon as the black girl came on, we were like, oh, shit. Like, I'm sorry, but <laughs> normally when black people watch these kind of documentaries, we always say to ourselves, oh, that's some white people shit. But there were multiple ethnicities in this group. And that's why I say it's more of a desperation thing, too, because I'm like, it was, yeah, it was multiple ethnicities. So I'm like, why are they able to like really just confuse these people like this? Why is this working? Like, I thought this was like something that doesn't happen anymore. I wasn't yeah. joking when I said that earlier. So basically, Jeff and Shalia apparently had this special power where they could see your twin flame, like determine who your twin flame is, whether it was an Instagram message, whether it was, oh, somebody I used to like when I was in the fourth grade, right? So, yeah, they would, red flag. so you would, yeah, red flag for that. So even sometimes people would suggest something and they would just confirm it for you, right? So they told Keely and Kobe that, uh, they told Keely that Kobe was her twin flame and that she hadn't talked to him. In nine months. So you're telling me my ex who I haven't spoken to in almost a year is my twin flame and I'm just supposed to go get my man. So this girl, Keely, <laughs> goes back and like presents this twin flame stuff to to this guy, Kobe. And like <laughs> he goes with it and then they like, yeah, like they just basically promote them in the twin flames universe and use them as like. Token the child. TV, yeah, yeah, like the token, the token couple, like they reach harmonious union, and it's crazy when they, cause they show you videos and snippets of the Zoom calls when they say that to people, like, oh, you reach harmonious union, they're like, oh, yeah, it looked so forced, harmonious it, union, it definitely. <laughs> Brother Ash even said when we were watching the documentary, like that guy looks miserable, Yo. like I don't know why he decided to go along with it, cause you know if somebody is finds this on their own, okay. But now you're bringing it to your sister yep. and, and you're bringing it to other people and you're looping them in. If you brought that shit to me, I'll be like, babe, no. <laughs> and now and now, now her sister getting into it, right? So yeah. now they trying to tell her who her twin flame is and yeah. the whole time, like, um, they like making people like, you know, post and, and share that. Like, it was very on the social Facebook. Based. So like, they kind of like, this is something new. Like, you don't want to tell people you know, you in this group where they telling you who your true love is, but they like, nah, go on Facebook and make sure you say, thank you, Jeff and Shalia, for bringing us together through the Twin Flames universe. Yeah. We've reached harmonious union. It just like, seemed like marketing. So they were pressuring them to make sure that they did that on on the Facebook forum. Um, so the group even created a Twin Flames housewarming GoFundMe for Keely and Kobe. Um, and we were told, they were told to use the money, like, for the, like, for specific things like what type of curtains to buy, uh, what type of placemats to buy, like yeah. they gave them money to move together basically, and then like controlled them. Like all everything in this documentary is all control. It's all control. Yeah. Like, and I think that when you ask like how could people go along with this, I think the monetary aspect. The girl spoke out and she was like, you know, they held this this GoFundMe money over our heads. We couldn't let them down. We ha Everybody's raised all this money for us, so we felt like we had to go through with it. But you're talking about a girl who was in her early 20s who felt like kind of pressured to marry this guy. And I guess, you know, people who are into that spiritual practice... I'm not into the tarot cards and everything. You know that. But if somebody told me like, oh, I can see your true love and it's him, I would probably follow that John too if I was her, you know? So I, I can see like why she may have felt a little bit controlled. But at the end of the day, you always got a choice. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of my thing. Um, it's kind of crazy to be like told that somebody is your true love. And it's like based off of nothing. They're not like, he don't have no tarot cards in front of him. <laughs> he don't even like fake like a, 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, he don't people fake just no type it. of presence. She just be like, oh, yeah? That person that just DM'd you yesterday? That's your twin flame. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, you'll see throughout the documentary, they were really telling a lot of people to go chase their ex. Like, why mm. Why would you do that? Getting them in serious trouble, too. Yeah. yeah. So, in the beginning, as Brother Ash said, this is all through Facebook at this point. A bunch of Zoom meetings. This is like 2019 going into 2020. So, everybody was at home, you know, doing the, the Zoom meetings. And so, the main tool that was used in the Twin Flames universe, everything that they were pitching in these books and these classes was the mirror exercise. And basically the mirror exercise, it was very dangerous, y'all. It was so dangerous to be having people speak to themselves this way. That's why I got the Speak Life shirt on because I'm trying to speak life. Because essentially the mirror exercise made people like take a negative thought and turn it back on themselves. So it was just a whole group of people just doing negative self-talk and talking down on themselves and getting deeper into their depression because Jeff and Shalia said this is an exercise that we should use. Again, these people are not licensed. Yeah, red flag. The mirror exercise was a red flag for yes, me. Yes, absolutely. And somebody even said on this, John, like, that's the whole point of a cult. If if we don't have nothing to fix with them, the reason why they want to come back, they're not going to come back. Yeah. So let's just make them hate themselves. No, like. that's exactly right. <laughs> and so, um, as Brother Ash said, Keely and Colby, they were like one of the first... Really, they were one of the only couples that actually worked out from this whole thing. They actually sound like they should be a couple, though. Keely yeah. and Kobe. They, they, they probably could have been a good couple if they did the traditional route and they didn't have all these external things going on. And so they decided, okay, since you guys are our first couple that worked out, we're going to make you master ascension coaches. And we're going to help you. We're, you're going to help people ascend to their highest level and, and help people find their twin flames. I mean, like ascension. That almost yeah. sounds like you want a brother to go to heaven. Yeah, it's a red flag for me because <laughs> now this is where the whole like multi mark multi level marketing scheme comes yeah. into play. Where now you have to get clients, you have to recruit people to join your team, and you're their coach. And so it was just giving cult vibes from the very beginning. Pyramid scheme. Um, and so with with this whole you know thing being happening online, they started to say, hey, we're actually making some friends from this group. Let's hang out in person. So they had an in-person meetup in, 2028, in 2018 in New York City. And even that, Jeff had to have control over. At first, it was just a Facebook group of friends who wanted to get together. Then Jeff took over and was like, no, we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and we're going to do here. So this is really a narcissistic man who just wants to have his hand in everything. Yo, He's he not was... trying to help anybody. Another unsettling character that we had to sit through yeah. For the documentary. I just cannot believe there are people out here like this. Yeah. It's crazy. It's not like a documentary where you watch like some crazed killer in the 80s that almost got away <laughs> with it. These people These are, internet are cult just leaders. out here. Like it's just people. <laughs> they just controlling minds and it's, yeah. it's wild. And you like know? you said, I hate to say it, but I feel like it's 2020. Why are you still doing this? Like, why are you still believing this shit? Again, no shade to the victims, but uh, at some point you had to know this. Yo, was crazy. I was like, yo, I would have been out, yo, like. And so, like Brother Ash said, me. these are spiritual gurus. They can channel people into the room. And so, at this New York City meetup, that's when they tell eighteen-year-old Marley that her twin flame is a guy who's eleven years older than her, with a criminal record, no job, and untreated schizophrenia. That's your twin flame. Red flag That's, on the flag. Yeah. And another red flag, two red flags, because at this point, 
this is when Big Sister is supposed to step in yeah. and say, you know, you know what, Jeff? I brought my little sister in on this, but that dude is, you know, he a little off. I don't know and about that's that. The thing. That's my baby sister. She never did. Unfortunately, these people didn't even have the wherewithal to go against Jeff and Shalia and say, no, I actually don't like that person. That's not my twin flame. They just took their word at face value. And so Marley said in the documentary, like, I knew I didn't like this guy. I knew that he gave me creepy vibes, but it must be true because Jeff and Shalia told me. They were, like, afraid of them for some reason. like, And they weren't really violent because most of the sessions were... On Zoom. Yeah. Well, that's my next point I wanted to make. Like, it really was about the shaming and, like, belittling Mm, people and making them feel less than. Like, Jeff and Shalia propped themselves up so much, people thought they were the shit. And so whatever they say goes, and if I don't comply, then something's wrong with me. That mirror exercise. They... Oh my God, the mirror exercise. I just can't because that, that was our answer for everything. It was like, well, have you done the mirror exercise? Well, no, you're not doing it right. You need to do it again. And the mirror exercise is basically looking in the mirror and saying bad things about yourself. Yeah. Literally. It's like, like the mirror exercise is like, if I think mm, brother Ash doesn't like me, you turn it around and say, no, I actually don't like myself. <laughs> It's crazy. It's really crazy. And that's supposed to make you feel better. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't understand. And, and so that all ties into what they were calling their these energy leaks. And you need to plug up the energy leaks. And maybe you're just having a blockage. And so they would even tell people. And this is what made it really culty to me. Red flag. You need to cut off your family because that's an energy leak. Damn. You need to just block your family. And so they had an example of a woman named Stephanie. She has a twin sister, Paula. And it's so interesting to see twins in a documentary. One got into a cult and one didn't. And one is still in the cult to this day. Yo, to this day. Yeah, to this day. To this she's, day. She's wrapped up in it. And Paula is like trying to piece together the evidence, trying to get her sister out of this cult. Um, we even see footage of her calling the sheriff on the documentary free to Stephanie, report them. Yes, free please, Stephanie, free Stephanie. Free Stephanie. And so that was another example of just like, oh, I joined Twin Flames and suddenly I don't need my family anymore. I don't ever want to talk to my twin sister again. She missed the birth of her niece, everything, because you want to be in this cult. And so um, they were really preying on people who have family problems. And that's something that we've talked about in other documentaries. Just these narcissistic assholes preying on people with low Mm self-esteem, desperation, family issues, trauma, what have you. And they just know where to find them and they know how to pick them. And so um, they really just encourage stalking to put it lightly um let's say me and brother ash broke up nah nah christina that's really your man you need to pursue him you need to do whatever it takes you need to climb over walls break into his house you need to they were actually pushing sexual advances which really made me uncomfortable yeah like the girl stephanie she would say oh i went on a date with a guy and they'll be like well did you kiss him make sure you kiss him make sure you suck his dick like they were really going hard yo and i'm just like that's not how you find true love at all so they were pushing the wrong thing. They were not pushing, you know, self-care and like self-love and, you know, the love languages. None of that. They were just pushing, no. push yourself onto that man. Yeah. And we have to add that it was mostly women in the group at this time. I, yeah, I ain't see no men up in there. So it was a lot of desperate women. Um, and so there was one person named Elle, who was in the documentary. She probably has been my favorite. Shouts out, Elle. Her situation was sad. She had a good relationship. She was studying to be a scientist. She was in school, all this stuff. She got in a car accident that left her with spinal injuries. And she she looked kind of fucked up afterwards. I'm not going to lie. 
and apparently her man couldn't hang and he left her after that. So imagine being at your lowest. Imagine going through a car accident, having a spinal injury, bring at your lowest. And these people tell you, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's your twin flame. She believed that, John. And she pursued him relentlessly to the point where he got a restraining order. He had to get a restraining order on this woman. Now, we know that the law sucks and restraining orders don't typically do shit. At but all. the way she tells it, she claims she ended up at the same club as him, not on purpose. That's what she said. And... He saw her, he called the cops, and she got arrested for breaking her restraining order. And so she was the whole thing is you cut off your family at this point. You're in a cult and you just got locked up. So you don't want to call your mom. That was a red flag. I'm sorry. I would have been called my mom. That would be the point where I get out of this cult. Okay? I tried it. I did the twin flame thing. It it ended up with me being locked up. up. I ended up getting in jail. She was in jail for a month. Because she didn't want to call anybody because she was that embarrassed. And guess who bailed her out? Did Jeff Chinchilla bail her out? Hell no. Oh, yeah, it was her mom. It was her parents. Her parents parents. basically spent their whole retirement to bail her out. That should have been the sign right there. So, exactly. Like Brother Ash said, she learned her lesson, right? She, She got locked up. She spent time. She spent a month in jail. And what happened? She went right back to Twin Flames. And her parents were like, how dare you? <laughs> I'd have been like... <laughs> it's, it's so like, sad. I was like, where the fuck was y'all at when I was locked up? Yeah. <laughs> it's really so sad that you just go right back to the thing that was hurting you. But um, to and Jeff then, and... and Sh- my fault. Oh, no. I was my just going to say, like, Jeff and Shalia, you think they were like, oh, my God, L, we're so sorry that happened to you. No. They said... If you would heal yourself, then you could heal the relationship and this wouldn't happen. It, so they just told her to do the mirror exercise. They flamed her. Jeff was like, Jeff was like, and did you really go or did you? Yes, y'all. He was basically trying to get this girl to admit that she was stalking on a Zoom recording so that he wouldn't be liable. After he told her to stalk him. Yeah. It was so fucked up. It, honestly, parts of this documentary, I was like, this can't be real life. Can't be real life. This can't be. Can't be real life. But it was. And so one of the black ladies, Shanice, she spoke out and she said that she was told her twin flame was some guy who was already have a, having a baby with another woman in a completely different relationship, not thinking about her. So imagine you're looking for true love. They tell you, oh, it's this guy who's already taken or it's this guy from your past. And you just go with it. You just... You, you just try to get them until they agree. Um, and that didn't work for most of these situations. That's, not, honest, how, that's yeah. not how you pursue people. Honestly, after Keely and Colby, I didn't see one successful relationship in no. this whole John. No. Um, and Even so, I wouldn't consider their relationship successful. No, that it wasn't really successful. As they will reveal stuff about them. I'm like, and they they just like Kobe just look. When I say this man look miserable. <laughs> Like, it's football season and you're in the nail salon. <laughs> Miserable. Like. They were having Zoom calls at all hours of the day, all hours of the night. And in the recordings, you could just see him sitting up there like this. Like, yeah. Not even look. Like, she taking selfies. He's like, yeah, I'm here. And he just, like, looking the other way. like. Mm. That was, like, the, the cry for help. Like, get me out of this cult. Yo. Um, and so... That's what I wanted to talk about as well with their relationship. Their relationship really opened my eyes to how much Jeff and Shalia were pushing the whole sex thing. Um, so Jeff would even say things like, you know, men need sex every day. 
And Keely, he really, he would push to, to the women that there was no option to say no. Essentially rape in your marriage. And so Keely said, when I didn't want to have sex, I felt shame and guilt. I would try to do the mirror exercise to heal my quote block. So you're yeah. just, you're fucking with these people's brains, making women accept rape from their husbands because they think they can't say no. Because then, your twin flame, oh yeah, and they, and they promoted like twin flames have the best sex and all this stuff, just ludicrous. And they were real, like, uh, like I don't know, like him and his wife, uh, Shalia and Jeff were just really like off putting. They didn't look their, right. Their interactions with each other was just real. Like he just seemed like a real misogynistic, yeah. narcissistic, and like Shalia was just real. Like everything he said. She just kind of agreed with, but she was like kind of nasty too. Like, yeah, you could see when she did try to speak against him, he would literally tell you know her those, to shut up. You know those couples <laughs> that like sneak diss each other in the grocery store line? You just like, because <laughs> they're including you in on it. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was kind of like that the whole time. Exactly, but that's the thing: the group members felt like they couldn't speak out against Jeff and Shalea because they were. They were bringing all these people together, and they were doing such great things, and so they felt like they they knew more than we did. Man, fuck them. Yeah, I would have been I would have been off that Zoom so quickly. I'd be like, fuck y'all. I ain't, I don't like this girl. Yeah, and so, <laughs> um, meanwhile, you know, her little sister again. She's following her sister. She's thinking, well, if it worked out for Keely, it has to work out for me. So she decided to get with this eleven, this guy who was eleven years older than her, and she decided to move all the way to Utah after like two weeks. And she wasn't having a good experience. He was in and out of jail. He was having schizophrenic episodes. He had a criminal record, um, and so you know she was really trying to keep this facade because, as we discussed. It was like your re- your return to the group was to share your love story, to post about yeah. it, to, to, to let other people know there's hope for you too. And so she was trying to keep up this facade. And I feel bad for, for her because she definitely, like, Marley will always be, like, crying during the yeah. Zoom sessions. Like, every time they asked her about something, and she would be like, I don't know, like, I'm confused. We don't really see eye to eye on things. This is not the life I want. Like, they will be like, oh, that's just a block, and you have to provide a better environment for your twin flame. Right, blaming her. (coughs) You matched this girl with an older criminal, and instead, you decided to give her advice to create a better environment for him. Not, Not realizing, you know, maybe we're putting this young adult in a toxic situation. Instead, they're pointing the finger back to her, like, no, what did you do to make it wrong? So I just wrote in my notes here, it's a bunch of hurt people hurting people. Hurt people hurt yeah. people. Yeah. And they they the problem was it started to click in these women's mind like, oh, this isn't healthy. They still they still weren't saying cult. They still didn't believe that they were in a cult, but they did realize I'm not enjoying this arranged marriage. Yeah. And so the problem was nobody was speaking about it. Yeah. When they did try to speak up, they were shut down on the Zoom calls. But eventually it became a thing where, uh, like, the twin flame wasn't either, I couldn't even get to my twin flame, or now there's legal issues between me and my twin flame, or me and my twin flame are miserable. So now we get to the Church of Union. Right. So in 2019, uh, they have a second meetup in Toronto. And if I can just share Angie's story from yeah. the meetup in Toronto. Angie, Angie, <laughs> Angie, I feel for Angie because Angie is this like middle age plus size, you know, woman. Latina, Latino woman. Um, and she's like, 
desperate. Like, yeah, unfortunately, she did give off like forty year old desperate vibes. Um, and there's a lot of people in America who are looking for love, who are not, you know, the traditional. Um, how do I put this? I don't know how else to put this. She probably didn't have a lot of guys looking her way. I'm sorry to say. And so when you find a group like this and you see, oh, everybody has a twin flame out there. There's hope for me yet. You cling to that. And so she specifically, after going to the Toronto meetup, wanted Keely to be her coach. And I think that was just, that's a red flag because now you're asking to learn from the head hot. Yeah. Basically, Keely and Colby were like Jeff and Shalia's right hand men. So this is so, 2019. Yeah. So now the even the second meetup is more people there. They're a little bit more established. Uh, business is booming. So Jeff and Shalia decide to make students work for them. So they, <laughs> so Angie is like first in line. Like Angie's doing stuff for them. Uh, Keely's doing stuff for them. They make Keely and Colby the CEOs. Yeah. So they they literally like putting everybody to work, but paying them little to nothing. Yeah. In addition to Twin Flames University, they were still selling life purpose classes. So now you can help me with my life purpose too. You can help me find my love and my life purpose. Okay. So Jeff couldn't get people with the Twin Flames stuff. So then he came like with a spinoff business. Uh, and it basically like he's always trying to make money, so he started doing something called mind alignment process. This just where, literally sounds like bullshit. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Because now this is what I what we said earlier. He's always thinking of money, business, business, not business. people. I got a million dollar scheme. So now people with the twin flame thing wasn't you know quite hitting for what people thought. People can't find true love. So now we about to start healing people. This is how they do it. So people were diagnosed with PTSD. Uh, was being walked through their bad memories in like a meditative state, right? And they had like something called an empathy coach, uh, Dr. Christine Emmerich, who's actually a veteran. Honestly, red flag, because what is an empathy coach? Her title was doctor, but I'm still not sure what kind of doctor she was for real. Because anybody who is putting folks with PTSD into a meditative state and making them relive their trauma, you need a lot more like licensing and structure for that. Not only relive your trauma, but planting false sexual trauma into people. Yes. So basically like telling them that things happened to them that didn't happen to them because this, uh, I guess... I guess uh, reopening this trauma and, and thinking of these traumatic things is supposed to undo your PTSD. mind alignment process. So this is a yeah they call it mind alignment. So at this point I'm like all right he's like he's gonna do anything well to, to get to these people and to get them to continue to pay him. I think that goes back to what you said about maybe one of the doctors on the documentary pointed out like if you can keep people depressed and keep them sad, they're going to have to keep coming back to you for help. Dr. When Janja, you're the one who yeah. planted the idea. Dr. Janja, Dr. Janja, excuse me, she's a doctor on this documentary and she like speaks to a lot of this stuff and how they really play into the psychosis of people. And she said they wanted to isolate you with just your little world. Yeah. world. So basically making it seem like this is just my little problem. This is... You know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't something normal. I need to solve these things I'm going through with mind alignment and true flames. Yeah, exercise. And, and this is the only place where I can fix this problem. Yeah. So, uh, L was running all the social media that they had for the team of approximately like 70 people. That's insane. You had 70... Under your thumb. She No. She had 70 people on her team. Oh. So, imagine how many people Jeff and Shalia had as a whole. And that's the thing. Like, anybody on these, like, forums, they were 
were under their thumb. Like, this yeah. isn't no, like, you ease into it. Like, the Twin Flame shit is very intense and it's very, very, like... <laughs> it's like the, the, the it's multi-level demanding. marketing. It's demanding. It's they, the multi-level marketing. They, like, these people on Zoom all day, like, in the basements, like, working 12-hour days but not getting paid. They was taught how to fish for people on different Facebook red groups. Red flag, red flag. You're telling people how to... Go find desperate people in other Facebook groups and pull them to Twin Flames Universe. Oh my God, that just made me so sick. So, <laughs> that just made me so sick. Yo, we probably had like red flag twenty at this point. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, so this added to the pyramid scheme, um, and then they added meal plans for a hundred dollars <laughs> a month, which were. Remo- sorry, <laughs> but no, 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 no. This all right. So we talk about some sick people on these documentaries. But these motherfuckers be smart. This Listen, man, <laughs> he get, this meal plan is like high carb, so it basically makes everybody fat. We watching the documentary <laughs> and his characters, like when they start showing you what happens after the meal plan, they just bigger, like they just out of shape, they just more depressed. And maybe that added. I was gonna say maybe getting people to eat a bunch of carbs and yeah. red meat and gain weight. Maybe that kept them depressed as well, because now you're fat and miserable. Mind alignment. Yeah. I, I'm just cracking up. My mind because... alignment isn't working. Oh, you, well, your tin flame isn't providing a good environment for you. That's why it's not working. It just one feeds yeah, another. Yeah, it's just it's just it's crazy. A, a self feeding monster. And like they said earlier, it started with him trying to cure cancer. Then he's to help people find love. That's not working. I'm gonna sell some meals. Like he would really do anything for yeah. money. Why can't you just stick to one idea? You can't because it's not working for you. So now you have to come up with another lie. And I feel bad because I feel like Keely was just like the the, the test monkey yeah. for everything. Like she gained seventy pounds in nine months. Child, <laughs> seventy pounds in nine months. Off this carb-heavy meal plan Yo. that you had to pay for? Yeah. Oh, my God. I want to stop. I just want to stop. I can't even get through this documentary. <laughs> it costs almost $20,000 to stay a coach, and they told people to just use their credit cards. So now you got me fat, in debt, and I still ain't found my and true the way love. Jeff, Jeff will say it just like this. Don't be fucking stupid. Yeah, he talks, if you wanna, he talks if so you badly to them. If you want to do Twin Flames, use your credit card. Why do you think we got you these credit cards so you can fucking use them? <laughs> and then, and then, Shalee is just in the background like, <laughs> like he was really just an entitled white these, guy asshole. These sick who, fucking who talked bastards. exactly like that. That was a good impression. <laughs> Fuck He'd be these like, people, man. You fucking morons! How dare you not get twin flames? Fuck Are you, you fucking Jeff. stupid? I'm like, <laughs> and these people be like, you're right, Jeff. You're absolutely right. <laughs> They're crazy. I'm sorry. I, I ain't trying to pick on these people, but it's when we have covered other things, it's like, all right, there's kids we talking about. Um, you know, we're talking about like, you know, society being at yeah. a different point in time. It's like now for people to just be so oblivious, I feel bad because it's coming from a place of I need to fit in. Yeah. And I need to feel accepted. And this is the only place I actually am accepted. Because if you put these people outside in normal environments, they, you know, they're the people that would join cults. And once again, we have to remember this is all predominantly online. They've only had a few meetups, you know? And I think that during the pandemic, a lot of people were online looking for community, looking for groups, looking for love. So he just got in at the right time. Because you can see he's been doing this for over 10 years, but it didn't click until he created this little Facebook group. 
So, and now the Facebook group has evolved. And like I said at the top of this uh, this little stint I've been on, this is where the Church of Union comes into play. Jeff has a bright idea to put all of the profit businesses under the nonprofit Church of Union so he can avoid taxes <laughs> and says we don't have to pay people, they can volunteer. Yeah. And he claims to be, he claims to be the second coming of Christ. Red this flag. This motherfucker. Red flag. Said, have you ever seen this picture of Jesus? Doesn't it look a lot like me? That's literally what he said on the documentary, y'all. That means I'm Jesus. He like started I'm to him. believe he was the second coming of Christ. And I think... <laughs> I can't make this shit up. I'm just, I'm just laughing because this is clearly somebody's plan who's like, plan didn't work and so now you're just trying to evolve it to be whatever whatever i, I don't he even went, know whatever he went from curing cancer to finding love being a no curing cancer lifestyle guru love guru basically uh meal plan uh, uh life coach life uh trauma reforming guru <laughs> to now jesus yeah he's literally jesus y'all apparently Apparently. So, and, and that, it was a red flag to me because we talked about this on BS High episode, how, you know, people use religion and now you got people thinking about the spirituality aspect of it. So and they that's were just, turned off. Yeah. That's just more control because it's like, I'm God, so how dare y'all not listen to me? And, he, and the whole time, nobody in this entire group is licensed at all. Like, yeah. there's, there's no, you know, nobody really is a professional at anything. Um, so, yeah. so uh, Jeff and Shalia excuse me, took their frustrations out on people during meetings, calling them fucking liars, whiny little bitches, saying, "How dare you question God?" Talking about himself. Yeah. Um, now, if if again, red flag. If you're a grown woman and you're simply joining these calls to find love, but then somebody starts talking down to you, calling you a whiny little bitch. I'd have been like, yo, who are you talking yeah, to? Yeah, I would be like, you know what? Have you lost your motherfucking mind? You can't talk to me like that. Like, I, <laughs> I said, I, I'd be like, don't get this Zoom shit fucked up, yeah. nigga. <laughs> and I'm waiting. I'm watching him talk to people. I'm like, I'm like why y'all letting him talk to y'all like people this? People are crying. People are crying on the conference calls. Like, you're right. This I'm an asshole. This scrawny little motherfucker. Why y'all let him talk to y'all like They're this? literally crying. You like... boss up on this thing real quick. Let him know what's good. So at this point, Marley is still suffering in Utah. Uh, with Joshua, um, but Sorry, like his name was Joshua. Hey, look, this is like the first Joshua I heard to like. Right, this is the first bad Joshua yeah, I've like, ever met. <laughs> this is the first one. Everybody always like that. I know what my name is always mad cool, like just a guy's guy, you know. Yeah. Like, but this guy, nah, he's fucking skits. Fucking... And I just can't get over. Well, there's nothing wrong with schizophrenia, but going nah, untreated nah, nah, nah. because Marley, Marley would even cry like. Guys, it's not working out with my twin flame. He needs mental health support. Like they were like, no, he doesn't. You yeah, just need, you just need like, to get over it. That's what I'm saying. It. Like he got like, no, but they're not giving this you a man way to, needs to mental health support. It. Yeah, and I just kept going back to like, you always have a choice. You in my in my mind, you always have a choice. Nobody can make you do anything. Y'all chose wrong. Yeah. Whew, so we're not done yet. Let's get to the part where people finally start to leave. So Jeff calls himself the second Christ. People aren't really fucking with that. So finally, an unnamed woman in the document, they didn't name her in the documentary, but they said that a woman finally spoke out on the Facebook forum 
about her depression. And finally, people are like, oh, wow, somebody's talking about it. But they kind of shut it down. And Jeff and Shalia told her, like, oh, you're not depressed. Just do the mirror exercise. If I had to hear about that fucking mirror exercise one more time, that shit is not real and it doesn't do anything. And so here's somebody crying out for help to a group that you're supposed to be moderating, you're supposed to be managing, and they didn't do anything. So unfortunately, this woman ended up committing suicide. And so Jeff and Shalia spun her suicide and said that it was her fault because she stopped doing the inner work. Like, how dare you? How dare you facilitate, basically give somebody the rope to, to hang themselves and you're sitting here blaming them? Excuse my, my analogy. That's I don't want to trigger anybody. But That's just bad taste. Like, that's so, that's so insensitive. That just goes to show that you were never in this to help people. No. And so... Um, Elle, she's one of the people we talked about earlier who finally realized she went to jail for these people, everything. It finally, after this girl's suicide, took her to realize, this is not for me. I have to leave. And leaving the group was all, was only just unfriending them and, and blocking the group. That's all you had to do. But apparently it was so hard for these people to just unadd them on Facebook. And I get it because they did make some genuine friendships in the group. And so you feel like if you're cutting off Jeff and Shalee, you're cutting off everybody. Fuck everybody. But this is where the floodgates finally cracked open. Elle and some other people left the group and they started to share their experiences with a journalist named Sarah Berman. She was in the documentary. Um, and I feel like nobody ever believes the whole cult thing until we have these firsthand experiences. It always takes a whistleblower. And so on top of the survivors, you also had mothers like Louise, uh, Stephanie's mom, who wanted to speak out. And they weren't afraid to speak out because they would do anything it takes to get their kids back. Some of these moms were actually meeting on Reddit because they were just messaging, you know, uh, think my daughter's in a cult. Like... <laughs> That's so sad. There are signs, by the way, for when you think somebody is in a cult, and we will talk about that because that's all these women had to hang on to. So all of this goes into a Vice article, and now the word gets out there. And so Twin Flame Universe members end up reading the article, and they're like, hey, Jeff and Shalia, what's this about us being in a cult? And they're just like, oh, don't worry about those ex-students. <laughs> they're just haters. They're just mad it didn't work out for them. It don't work out for us. Exactly. And so with that That's article, right, with that article, Jeff going to try to claim defamation and charge one of the mothers, Luis, $1 million for defamation. It's not defamation when it's true. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and so even that nonsense made this mother of a victim end up paying $30,000 in legal fees. So now you're fucking with the whole family. So they dismissed it because they didn't file it as true defamation of character, but the legal fees that she had to pay for that to happen was the cost of 30 right. grand. You That's 30 time, fucking grand. Not only did you take this woman's daughter into your cult, but now you took up her time and her resources. This woman, Louise, they started the documentary actually with her smoking a cigarette. And she was like, yep, I gave up smoking a while ago, but once my daughter joined the cult, I started smoking again. <laughs> Bro, she be, she be wild with her people too. Yeah. Like the girl, Stephanie, like she'll email her sister like, do not talk to me. I'm in a cult and I don't want to be bothered. It's terrible. Like, it's really terrible. If they ver, not, even get it. She didn't an answer. say that verbatim, but basically, no, basically like, leave me alone. She literally said, I'm good. Don't ever contact me again. Um, and so at this point, like we said, the group is just mostly women. And the twin flames ain't working out. We could anybody could see that from a mile away. We not meeting no no new men, and the ones that we did want don't want us. So now what? So this is when Jeff and Shalia have to backtrack. Now all of a sudden. 
oh, well, there's signs to a false twin flame and maybe we, we gave you a false twin flame. So now you're just making up some other fake criteria. It's just a lie on top of a lie. Like, oh, that didn't work? Okay, so th there is no twin flames. We lied, whatever. So then they have another bright idea. We got all these women who believe in twin flames why don't we tell them they're each other's twin flames? And this is where it gets really dark, y'all. If you didn't think the rest of this was dark, this just gets even worse because now we're messing with people's gender and sexuality. And so Jeff and Shalia channeled, I keep rolling my eyes because like channeling spirits, whatever. They channeled that 20 women in the group were each other's twin flames and they started pushing homosexuality. But at the same time, they're supposed to be a, a church, right? So they're, they're telling these people you're two women who are supposed to be in love with each other, but homosexuality is wrong. So instead we're going to define it as the divine masculine and the divine feminine, which don't ask me what the hell that means because it's just stuff they made up. It's just stuff they made up. They had no sources and people just ate it all up. So they're like, okay, let's go with this. Um, so they will find two, two random people, put them together and be like, uh, she's going to be the divine masculine. And that woman might not even actually be a masculine woman. Exactly. And they even <laughs> used the term spirit penis. I was cracking up because they were like, you're not gay. You're just the divine masculine. So you have a spirit penis. A spirit penis. Y'all, <laughs> they were just throwing anything at the wall and seeing if it stuck. And it did. People went along with this shit. And so they, like he said, they flat out started telling women, you're a man, you're a man, you're a lesbian. And they're like, okay, if, if Jeff and Shalia said it, then it must be true. A another red flag. I'm sorry, honey, but I love men. So if you told me I'm a lesbian, I'd be like, I'm out. See ya. <laughs> like I'm a what? <sighs> so there was another doctor in the documentary. I'm so glad that they had educated real doctors in this to tell us what's what. Dr. Cassius Adair, he pointed out in the documentary how in some of these testimonials that Jeff and Shalia were using, like, oh my God, we love Twin Flames. He picked out the language and he could tell that these people really didn't want to go along with this. They weren't saying like, yes, you know what? I always identified as a man. Thank you so much for bringing this to my attention. They would say things like, I guess I'm supposed to be a man. So, you know, it, it's just, you could tell from the YouTube videos because I will point out that most of the documentary was a bunch of YouTube videos from their classes and, and recordings from their, you know, in, inside workshops. And even they had some of the victims and survivors rewatch the YouTube videos. And it was very painful to like see them rewatch themselves. Um, so he even said, you know, all of this was really just about control and power, especially when you're trying to force gender on people. Bro. It, yeah, it was really sick. Excuse me. Red flag on YouTube. Y'all flagging me for having Stevie Wonder playing <laughs> in the back of my videos, but you're not flagging a whole cult being <laughs> operated on y'all platform? And that's the thing, like, <laughs> Jeff and Shalia promoted wealth, but the only reason that you were able to afford a Porsche and all this stuff that they flaunted on YouTube was because you were taking money out of other people's pockets with some bullshit classes that you know you made up and you know it's wrong. Shame on you. I hope I see them in the streets. I hope I, I, hope I never go to Michigan and run into their asses. <laughs> and so the thing, this whole, this whole weird dynamic, it turned people off because... TFU actually was welcoming and open to the LGBTQ community before. They even had trans members. And so one of the trans women in the documentary, she felt she said that she felt fully accepted to begin with, but then as they started getting into this religion stuff and and pushing, you know, 
all this divine masculine, divine feminine, it really started to make her feel isolated and, and other people as well. They told multiple, they told one of the lesbians like, oh, um, you're not actually a lesbian. You're just really a man and you should pursue your twin flame who's asexual. Just crazy stuff. And so Stephanie was one of the the, the members who ended up having to transition i guess stephanie was barely acquaintances with another person in the group kieran when they were matched she hopped on a plane to switzerland and married kieran on youtube which her family Luis, and her twin sister paula were able to watch because youtube's open to everybody and they said it was giving arranged marriage when they watched that marriage on youtube so this is just goes to show when we when we talked about angie earlier First, she was told, You're, you need to be more feminine. You need to wear more makeup, more perfume, more jewelry. Then, when that didn't work, they switched and they said, actually, you're the man in the relationship. Yeah. Now you need to be more masculine. Cut your hair. Change Cut your clothes. Your they were telling people to go by he, him pronouns yeah. that did not associate with those pronouns. It's very confusing for people, and it was honestly giving conversion therapy, if you guys know what that is. It was just like the opposite of conversion therapy. Conversion therapy is when you tell gay people, like, no, you're straight, and you're going to pray the gay away. This was like, no, you're going to pray that you fall in love with your female twin flame. Because you're supposed to. Yeah, it was Fuck really messed here. up. Fuck out of here. And so <laughs> Keely, who again is just the impressionable guinea pig, the impressionable right hand woman, she's saying things in the documentary like, if they didn't accept it, they'd be kicked out the group. And so, so what? So like that's the only thing they had hanging over these people's heads. That's you know, it. I wish I, I could have found the people in the document. I think it was maybe one person that they kind of talked about that we didn't see them talk about a lot after that. But I wish we could have seen the people in the documentary that caught wind of this shit and was like, oh, no, nah, this is a cool. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. That would have been funny to see yeah. their response. It seems like a lot of the people stuck around from the beginning to 2021. Yeah. So Which is unfortunate. We don't know if anybody dropped off after that. Imagine if you were just on Facebook and you were like, hmm, what's this? Yeah. Twin Flames Universe. <laughs> Um, and so finally, um, Keely said that she didn't realize that she was perpetuating abuse. And I kind of get that because she truly thought that she was finding love too. And she thought that she was helping people, even her own sister find love. Um, but Angie was one of those people. Once she was paired up with another woman, she was like, nah, this, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Um, her, her twin flame, Victoria flat out said, no, <laughs> She said, I'm not going to do that. And so that's what Angie realized. How much power have I given these people? Yeah, that was deep. Yeah. Um, so conclusion, uh, this is where we start to see some things get like kind of finalized. Um, Dr. Cassius Adair pointed out to oh, folks yeah, we talked about that. Um, that, um, that didn't say in the testimonies that he wants to get closer. I want to get closer to who I am, they said. I want to get closer to who I'm supposed to be. And basically, yeah. like, that's... You don't want to be trying to tell people like who they're supposed to be. And that's kind of like what the, what the status was on everybody that was a victim of Twin Flames. Mm -hmm. Their whole thing was, oh, I'm supposed to be this person. I'm supposed to be with my Twin Flame where they weren't living in the acceptance of who they actually were. So that was something that he pointed out. Um, and people talked about how hard it was to leave the group because they had made friends. So like now these people are making bonds. But even Kelly said she had a hard time trying to do stuff once she got out of the group because most of the people that she could relate to, hated her. Yeah. Because she was his main man. Uh, so moms like Maxine and Debbie, uh, main women, excuse me, moms like Maxine and Debbie, whose children transitioned and cut them uh, off, have formed a support group after finding other 
people on Reddit. Yeah. So now people are getting together. Uh, some of the moms even share stuff about, um, you know, because they like people had sex changes because of these people. Yeah. Like not only just you divine masculine spirit penis shit. Like people <laughs> actually having operations and stuff because these people are encouraging them to. So sad. So Shalia could channel her future child. This um, where it got even freakier. As if it couldn't get any more freaky. This took the cake. Oh God. And. This is where I started to see some pedophile red flag yeah. because he made a comment. Um, but they channeled their future child, Grace, who was their third twin flame. And they were sure that she would not have sex with any external partners but God. What did he call himself earlier this episode? You said that you were God. So you're going to have sex with your future child? Question mark? Twin, a three-person twin flame. That's, the twin flames have what? I don't, I don't even want to know what... What goes when I heard that, that, I was yeah. like, nah, I know that motherfucker didn't just say what I thought he said. Nope, I yeah. was right. That's what he said. So he started telling True Flame University members that their golden children would be matched with other golden children as twin flames. Only Jeff and Shalia could decide who had kids based on their income. Yeah, because at this point... So now point, he trying to get them to... Let's get this next generation of twin flames Yeah, up in this, and up also, in we're sitting here talking about you're matching lesbian couples who can't biologically have children, so now you're using sperm donors and just getting a whole bunch of other people involved. And you can only... Based on income is crazy. Like, you just wanted to make money off of these people. And, and then they said they had an ectopic pregnancy, so Grace decided to stay in the astral plane. So your spirit child never made it to the physical realm. It sounds like you just got an abortion or you never had a child. No, she she had an ectopic pregnancy. It didn't take. And Jeff didn't want to use that scientific fact. Instead, he just wanted to make it spiritual. So mm. So a lot of the pregnancy stuff uh was a way for to like kind of like distract everybody. Um, from a compound that they was trying to build in Michigan. Jeff and now is this, still trying to build a and compound. And this is another red flag because I'm noticing this is the point where people are starting to leave just by exiting the Facebook group. Now he wants them on the compound. More control. So, uh, lo and behold, baby Grace was finally born in April 2023, so earlier this year. And I'm praying for that child. Yes. Anybody born to these two people, I'm praying. I want Dyfus to take her away Honestly. ASAP. Um, hopefully they get arrested soon for something. They had yeah. to slip up somewhere and do some crazy shit. It's probably going to be the taxes. Yeah. Around, <laughs> around 2020, Jeff told members to watch the documentary Seduce and Vow about the Nixon cult. Oh, yeah, the Nixon and, cult. And told them to write an essay about why he wasn't a cult leader, uh, which backfired because it made everybody realize that he was just a mother effing cult leader. Why would so, you tell him to watch <laughs> the vow? Like, that is the definition of a cult. Well, that's that's going to be the That's next how pompous he was, though. Like, he truly thought by them watching that, they would be like, oh, no, you're not that. No, that's exactly what you were. Like, he didn't even realize that's what he was. So, uh, Keely and Kobe's marriage was falling apart, but they agreed to save Marley from Utah. Uh, still weird power dynamics between them. I, I'm sure she was glad her sister saved her, but they don't talk to this day. That's um, so sad to me. Yeah. This really ruined a sister bond because once they got, once Marley joined Twin Flames, she couldn't talk to her sister either. Like, they make cut off all family. And Keely left in 2021 and uncovered uh, Twin Flames as a cult on social media. So, she, because of that, 
Like she hasn't been able to connect with others because they still don't trust her. Yeah. Uh, now she's alone. She's broke. She got to live with it. Um, but she can finally, you know, think for herself again, which is good. Everybody kind of starting to get their lives back, building their lives back from nothing because Twin Flames took everything they had. Yeah. So uh, folks in the documentary talked about how they couldn't even think for themselves. Uh, when somebody abuses you, it's not love. That's something that Angie said herself. So it was good to see Angie and Kaylee. They kind of had to meet up at the end of the uh, documentary. Um, so Twin Flames is still recruiting members and growing the org. Of course, they deny all allegations. Um, the FBI is looking into them. Um, but there are 10,000 cults operating in the United States and internet-based cults are rapidly increasing since the pandemic. Yeah. So that's scary. That was really That's something that came out of the pandemic, internet cults. I don't understand that because I'm going to just log the fuck off. <laughs> I'm going to curse you out and I'm going to screenshot it and you're going viral for being in the cult. Yeah, I'm glad that the FBI is finally looking into it, but I feel like nothing ever comes of this. There's 10,000 of these cults operating. How are yeah. they going to stop every single one? They're not. So it really just takes education. That's why we're doing this episode. Hopefully, if you've been in a Facebook group called Twin Flames Universe, you figured out by now that it's a cult and you should get out. <laughs> get and out. Yeah, if anybody's trying to control you or make you something you're not, don't feed into it. So let's wrap this up with some Watchy Awards. Um, I'll go first. My Watchy Award is going to go to Angie she was just, she was very interesting to watch in this documentary. Her twin flame was apparently a gay guy who was already in a relationship with a man and she pursued him relentlessly and he texted her back, you're delusional, stop with this twin flame stuff. <laughs> so my heart goes out to Angie. She definitely was my Watchy Award. Like she really did everything in her power to find her twin flame. And at the end of the day, she's no longer in the cult, but she still believes in love and she still thinks that she will find someone. So shout out to Angie. What about you? My watchy goes to the moms. It's crazy because I feel like parents always be like, oh, I wish I should have did that. I wish I should have did this. But all of the moms kind of had a different way of dealing with their kids getting into the cults. Some of them didn't want to let them go or move. Some of them was like, ah, get out. I'm ashamed of you. Yeah. But they all ended up banding together and kind of like, you know, putting some pressure on them. So shout out to them. That's my watching goes. All right, y'all. So that concludes this episode about escaping twin flames. Make sure you take the poll on Spotify. The question is, what was the first sign that twin flame universe was a cult? There's many signs. So you can pick one. Yeah. And remember to subscribe, rate, review, all that stuff. Make sure you follow us. And anything else? Nah, that's it. All right. See you later. Bye.